Hello, and ranks for everything, episode eight. I'm joined here by a very dear friend of mine, Martha. Hi, Martha. Hello, Brian. How are you? I'm okay. Um, How are you? I'm good. I'm excited about this. So this is tell, us, tell us the topic, Martha, my dear. <laughs> so Brian asked me to do this, and he said, let's rank our favorite Beatles songs. So the top 10 songs, which is really kind of hard, and we can have some honorable mentions as well. Yeah. So that was pretty tough. It was tough. Yeah. So let's start by talking about what was your process on how you narrowed down the songs? So I, Brian told me to get a list from the internet. So at first I was working with my little Beatles songbook and I wasn't really happy with the songs that were in there. I said, there's got to be more songs than this. So I found a site that I have to recommend. It's called Beatles Bible. And it has everything you could want to know about the Beatles and their process when, they're, when they made their songs. And it's cr wonderfully cross-referenced. You can search on uh, history songs, albums, videos, discographies, people, features, map, gallery, games, and a forum. Wow. So it, it's, it, and it's, it's really cool. So I had to search on, I wanted to go by the albums because that's how I learned the Beatles. I actually have to say that I'm that old that I saw them on the Ed Sullivan show in 1964. I think it was 64. It may even have been 63. Um, when they sang, I want to hold your hand. Yes. And, and they also sang, she loves you. So those were our first um, songs that we got from the Beatles and we were hooked. I was hooked. I was like 15. So you guys do the math. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a, that's a great, that's a great introduction to the Beatles. For me, my parents love the Beatles. And I feel that as you're growing up, the music your parents listen to, you kind of get into too, unless it's really mm -hmm. annoying. But I love the Beatles because of my parents. My mother was a huge Beatles fan and she has this creepy picture, maybe not creepy, but she took a picture of John Lennon and Paul McCartney in an airplane. It was like a very small plane. My mother and her friend followed them to wherever they were flying to from in the U.S. And she took a picture from like outside the plane. Ooh, so they're in the windows of the plane? It's a strange you... picture. I have to see it again, but I'll have to ask her to tell me the story. I don't remember the story, but it was it was definitely like very up close and personal. Well, take take a picture of it and send it to me. I'd love, I'd love to, to see it. It's interesting. And before we get into our list, before we even talk about why we love the Beatles, uh, we did have some criteria and the criteria was that it had to be a song written by the Beatles. So none of their covers like till there was you. And right. we tried to stick with the American Beatles songs, not the ones that were in German. I think there's a couple that are in French ones that were released in America mainly. And that were mostly mainstream. Yeah, so, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that was what I did here was that you can search on this website for their list in uh, the complete um, albums in the U.S. So they're different and they're arranged differently depending on where they were released. Britain, South Africa, Australia, U.S. So I got yeah, the they U.S. Had completely, sorry, they, they had a completely different track listing depending on the album and the, some of the singles had different B-sides. It's very fascinating. It's definitely yes. a rabbit hole you can get into that. I haven't spent a huge amount of time getting into it, but I'm definitely interested in learning more about you know how the albums worked. <laughs> Uh, yeah, me too. And thank you for um, suggesting this because I went down memory lane here. 
<laughs> and now let me tell you, what is it that you love about the Beatles? What makes them so great? <sighs> I mean, I I really think, and just these past couple of days that I've been re- reviewing these songs, Lennon and McCartney were this genius team. And I mean, I loved, I have to say that McCartney was not my favorite Beatle. You know, when you're a, a teenage girl, you have these crushes and everybody, it seemed, was in love with Paul because he was so cute. But of course, I had to be a little contrary. So like, I like George and I like John also. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Because he's a bad boy, you know, and girls are attracted to that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, bad, so, like, I think definitely Paul is like the sweeter of the Beatles. Right. But I mean, they were both really wonderful musicians and their lyrics and music is, it's timeless, I think. It sounds like trite, but it's really lasted. I remember my father like poo-pooing them saying, ah, they'll be, they'll be dead in, in, in two years. Nobody will even know who they are anymore. I mean, how many years is it? It's like yeah, more than, more than 50 still- years. It's still popular and there's movies that are being made about them and there's movies about their music and just yep. timeless music and excellent music. And that's that's why this I, I say this every episode, but this was probably the hardest list because there's so many good songs. And just to narrow it down to 10 was ne- near impossible. It was. And, and I have to be honest, I was just telling my husband about this, but like what what your favorite songs are, it's kind of an arbitrary thing, I think, to say pick the best one. But because my favorite happens to be the one that I'm listening to at the time that I like, you know, and if you ask me what my favorite is, it's like, well, that one that I just played <laughs> because they're all so good. and They all have something to say. They speak to me in many, many different ways on many levels. And oh, I agree. You know, so it's really, it was very difficult. I have, let me ask you. Yes. What do you think is one of the worst Beatles songs? I actually, before this podcast, I went onto the internet and I did a little search and I said, what are the top 10 worst Beatles songs? And I looked at the 10 and there's one I wasn't familiar with. I listened to it and it was pretty awful. But what do you Uh, think is the worst Beatles song? I didn't even think about that. I'd have to spend another couple of days thinking about (laughs) what the worst ones are. I don't know. What was the one that, that you found on the internet? Some person's opinion, obviously. Well, the one that was number one was actually... Uh, number one, the worst? Number one, the it, worst? The worst was Revolution number nine. Oh. <laughs> but the one I listened to today that I wasn't familiar with was The Sun King. Oh, you don't like The Sun King? Well, this or... person didn't like it. I thought it was kind of annoying. Wasn't a huge fan. Sun King. That was on the White Album, right? Yes, it's it's regarded as one of the worst Beatles songs, but I still think that, and I, I, I talked about this with you, I think, before we had the podcast about, I you know my name, look up the number, that's not a great Beatles song, it's pretty rough sounding. Oh, I don't even know that one. But yeah, there's the problem with the Beatles is that there's so many good songs, and their sound changes, so on any given day, you could be like, oh, I'm going to move for something newer, like Sgt. Pepper, but then if you go back to the older stuff, they have a completely different sound, so... It's so hard. Like this list is completely personal and it's going to be, you know, based on our current taste. Like you said, I guess we should just dive right in. And we do the new format we do is there's two things I've changed since I started the podcast. The first is that we do the honorable mentions before our number one. So we're not going to do them till we get to number two. And the second is at the end, we recap our list. Oh, so why don't you start since you're the guest? Okay. What was your 10th favorite Beatles song? 
We're my doing 10, the honorable so we're not doing the honorable one. mentions. 10, 9, 8. Oh, before number one. So we're going to go yes, 10 I'll, I'll through two and then honorable right. mentions. What was your 10th favorite? And then, then number one. Okay. So my number, my 10th favorite, and of course this is very hard, but um, is Misery, which is from Introducing the Beatles. And it was considered, um, I guess, John and Paul, this really cool website that I have has all these different quotes from Beatles about their writing process, which I find fascinating. You know what's interesting? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't was, know that song um, at all. A stab I don't know that song. <laughs> I'm sorry? What? I don't. On the American album. Um, Oh my goodness, what's the, hold on. This is a weird, I'm on that site. So let me go back. Okay, it's on Introducing the Beatles, which was released January 10th, 1964. And the first song is I Saw Her Standing There. And it has boys and Love Me Do and Taste of Honey, Do You Want to Know a Secret? So it's a mix of covers and originals. But Misery is uh, John Lennon and Paul McCartney wrote this. And it was one of their first stabs at ballads. And he said, um, John says, it's kind of a John song more than a Paul song, but it was written together. So it was a first stab. Paul says it was our first stab at a ballad and had a little spoken preface. The world is treating me bad. And then the chords. I don't know that one. On the three-part, four-part harmony. Three-part, I guess. So it's it. a typical. Well, listen to it. Listen to it. All right. It's pretty good. My, num my number 10 good. is from 1965. Your 10th. And it is Norwegian Wood and Your Bird Has Flown. So, and by the way, if we have any crossover, don't tell me till you get to your number. So extra prize. Uh -huh. like, don't. I think it's a beautiful song sung by I John will. Lennon. I it has will. an interesting kind of storyline to it. And I like I just like the way it sounds. What do you think about that song? Do you like it? Brian, I lost you. Okay. We had a little uh Norwegian Wood. Oh, I like Norwegian Wood. That was the first time they used the sitar. Yes, that's a beautiful in their song. Music. I, I think that's wonderful. That song. Yeah, that's all right. So what is what is your number nine? Yep. My number nine is from 1967 from the Magical Mystery Tour album. It's called Your Mother Should Know. Do you know that song? What's it called? No, I can hear. Oh, I love that song. That's it's a great called song. Your Mother Should Know. That. Yeah. That's Paul McCartney. That's the musical influence. Magical Mystery Tour, He right? wrote that at home with his family around there. That's definitely yes, it not is. a typical Magical Beatles song. Most tour, people yep. do not know that one well. Yeah. No, I know. And that, you know, that's kind of why I put it in there. It, it's, you know, everybody likes the very popular songs, but the ones that are not as well known are also very oh, worthy. I agree 100%. I so have I want to mention songs those. On my list. There's a couple that I've told some people, like random songs, like, I don't know that song. So, my, my number nine is 1964, yeah. and it's a song sung by Paul McCartney. It is I'll Follow the Sun. It's a very pretty song, simple, like but song. catchy. I don't have as much, I should have done a little more research than I did. I don't have the background about it, but I do like that song.
That was what album was that on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I just actually, it's on Beatles '65. It was recorded on December 15th. Well, that's when they released it, 1964. I'll follow the sun. It says, if you want me to read this to you, it's a short paragraph. Paul McCartney, quote, I wrote that in my front parlor in Frothland Road. I was about 16. I'll Follow the Sun was one of those very early ones. I seem to remember writing it just after I'd had the flu and I had that cigarette. I smoked when I was 16. The cigarette, that's the cotton wool one. You don't smoke while you're ill, but after you get better, you have a cigarette and it's terrible. It tastes like cotton wool, horrible. I was remember standing in the parlor with my guitar, looking out through the lace curtains of the window and writing that. That's an interesting story. Isn't that cool? Wow, <laughs> I like that. All right. Well, yeah. I definitely want to. What is your number Yeah, eight? check out this website. My number eight is from, uh, this is the B-side of I Want to Hold Your Hand, This Boy. Yeah, I like that song. It's another ballad. I kind of like these um, sad kind of songs that they do. And I think that's a Lennon one. Um, he was writing, trying to write fairly autobiographically. So... You know, that was because he published that book in his own right. And he had a lot of um, poems and interesting stories and stuff. And uh, a journalist recommended that he write his music, write his songs a little more autobiographically. So I think this is a quote from him. It says, there was a period when I thought I didn't write melodies that Paul wrote those. And I just wrote straight shouting rock and roll. But of course, when I think about some of my own songs, in my life or some of the early stuff, this boy, I was writing melodies with the best of them. So this song was composed while they were on their, on a tour Very in cool. 1963. Yeah, I like that the one. Hotel, oh, hotel bedroom the, uh, song. One. <laughs> so my, yep. my number eight. What's your number eight? song that I have that's toward the later end of the Beatles. Most of my songs are from like 64 to 67. And this is the only 67 I have. It's on the Sgt. Pepper album, and it is She's Leaving Home. Also oh, a very pretty song. Yeah, Another song like sung that. by Paul, which seems to be a pattern on my list. Not all of them, though. That's not true. But I do like the song, and it has a nice storyline about the woman who's leaving home. Is it a daughter or a mother? That's what I thought. Okay, I listened to it the other it's day. It's a daughter. And I was trying to figure out because it's been a while. Yeah. Wednesday morning at not five o'clock as the day begins. Yes. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty. a nice song. It is. Yeah, it's very sad. I found it. I like I the harmonizing that. in that song that's too. That's one. one of my favorite parts about it. Yeah, when they say she. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's very pretty. Definitely. All right. What is your number? Yeah, the harmonies are one of. Sorry, jumping the gun. What's your number seven? My number seven. My number seven is from Beatles 65 album, oh, I'm a Loser, song. another John Lennon. And I, I love this song. And I think that um, he really um, brings himself right out there for everybody to see. I, I like that honesty. Yeah. So, and, you know, it's just another, another one of those quintessentials. Yeah, that could have been Beatles. my list. That could have been my my top twenty. That's how about you, Brian? Song. I mean, so far, except for 
the one I didn't know. All your songs are excellent. Yeah. Uh, my number seven is probably one <laughs> of the you. most commercialized songs. <laughs> and I, not that I intentionally avoid them, but I just think it's a wonderful song. It's from 1965. It has a movie named after it. Can you guess it? Yep. Help. Help is just... Help. It's a brilliant, beautiful song. I love song. that song, it's too. It's fun. It's upbeat. And it just reminds me of the movie, but it also was just a great listen. So I, I feel like I couldn't leave it off my list. Yeah, that's a great one. Number six. Okay. Oh, what are we, six? Oh, getting down there. So my number six is uh, from the Beatles' second album, as it was called in the United States, um, Lennon McCartney. Just about every one of these is Lennon McCartney. Vocals by John Lennon. I call your name. Not too well. I'll have to you know that one. Oh, that's yeah. To me, that's like again, that's the Beatles that I really fell in love with, I guess, when I was 16, 17 years old. So and John Lennon's songs really spoke to me. So I think it has to do with, you know, that teen angst. You're in love with people all the time, falling in and out of love. And the Beatles really captured that and made these songs that you could listen to over and over and over again. And they were part of you. That was being a teenager in those days. As I was telling my kids, it's like the way we got our music was from 45s, obviously the radio. But then you would go out and buy an album and it may be you didn't have a whole lot of albums, so you play that one over and over and over and over again. <laughs> when your friends came over, you played it, you know, like five, six, seven times a day, you played yeah. the same album. So you got to know them, you knew all the words, you knew all the music, yeah, all I, the harmonies. When I would take my father's <laughs> Beatles CDs, because it was CDs at the time, I think I would just listen to the ones I knew, and if I didn't know the song, I'd probably skip it. So that's probably why I missed a bunch of songs. And I don't remember listening to a lot of their older, older stuff. So I kind of, I have to catch up. Yeah. I mean, it's different listening to it on vinyl because, you know, you put the needle down on it. It's an LP, which means long playing. And you sit there and usually you run the whole album. Sometimes after a while you get to know, oh, I don't like this next one. Or let's hear, you know, the one that's the fourth track and we'll play that one. Oh, play it again. And you have to pick up the arm. It's not like using a digital thing. It's, it's the analog. So. It's part of the experience, or it was for me, part of the experience of albums. I understand. <laughs> so my number, my number six. So is what's your number five? Uh, it is I'm looking through you. That's I think believe Paul ah, sings yes. that. Am I correct? I love that song. Uh, let's see, 1965. I'm Hold on, I've got I my list Paul. here. You know what? That's from Rubber that's Soul. Favorites. You know what I used? That's from Rubber Soul. You know what's a fun game I like to play with a so-called Beatles fan. As I'm yeah. driving, I would play Beatles songs with my friends, and I'd make them guess which Beatles singing. I can tell almost every song, but some people couldn't tell, which is kind of sad. They'd be like, "Is that Paul?" I'm like, "No, it's John." Oh yeah, yeah Ringo, Paul, tell. John, George. I mean, they're pretty. Yeah, yeah. that's Paul. That was that's Paul. But all right, what is your number five? My number five is from 68 from the White Album. I have quite a few of my favorites from the White Album. And this one's called Honey Pie. 
I don't know. You know that one? It's a, so this was written by, you know, they call they're all Lennon and McCartney, but this was really a McCartney song and it's in the music hall style. He was, he was like, you were influenced by your parents music. Well, he was influenced by his parents and his family's music. The music hall was the way the older generation, because you remember, you know, they were born in the, during the war, the Beatles. So their parents were from World War One, you know, way before yeah. a lot of technology. So they would go to the live theater, which was the music hall. And these songs came from there. So he grew up experiencing that and he played the piano. So this is one of these nostalgic kind of songs. And I happen to, I've always liked this one a lot. Honey Pie. Do you know that one? She was a working girl, north no. of England away. Now she's hit the big time in the USA. No, I'm losing my pitch. And you're, you're, <laughs> bop, 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 you're my first guest you've ever sang before. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Get the hook. Okay. Yeah, no, maybe I really I like start, that's a fun maybe song. I should start my From the White Elm. singing part of it. Okay, my number five yeah, is there from you go. 1965. There you go. And I'll start singing. Let's see if you can guess it. Ready? <clears throat> I get okay. high when I see you go by. See you go by. My oh my. Oh God. Why am I? Yes. Um, like it's only song? love. I yeah, love that song. It's not one of their hits, but it's a good it's song. And that is, that's yeah, Rubber Soul also, isn't it? I think almost all my next few songs are on Rubber Soul or Revolver. Those are like my two favorite albums. So that's going to be a recurring theme. But yeah, I love that song. It's very. I love that song too, Brian. I mean, I Rubber Soul was a very, very influential album. That was my, I think, the first Beatles album that I ever had. I don't know. Maybe I bought other ones, but I that one was one I played to death. So I technically know all these songs, but it was really hard to pick them off of there. You know what? I, I, <laughs> I'm glad you, I like I'm glad you, know, you got I that one. Start something, Martha. I'd like you to start your next song by singing the first line of it so I could see if I can guess it. I think this is going to be. Okay, let what, me see. Let's see if I can what's remember your number the beginning four? of let's, this let's, one. Ready? Hit it. Oh. Well, then do okay, I, I can't. I can't do this one. I do only the, know the chorus. Do the chorus, do the chorus. Some of these, you know, I know them. Oh, wait a minute. I don't want to ruin it. It's okay. Just, Hold just on a minute. Uh, this, one's all, this one's also from Rubber Soul. Oh, just man. Me. Just tell me. It's fine. All right. It's In My Life. In my life. There are places you know I remember. I love it starts you. with. There are places I remember all my life. Yes. You know right? what? It's funny. You that song it. was like, that song this made it very far. It was in my top 15 and I cut it, but that was, it was very close to being uh -huh. in my top 10. <laughs> Excellent song. <laughs> That's very fun. Yep. Yep. Good one. What about yours? You're gonna sing your first one. Your I song, will, but number you're four. Gonna guess it instantly because it's a very, it's a pretty well-known song, and it's one of my favorites. 1965. Ready? <clears throat> okay. Try to see it my way. Okay. Uh, on it. Uh, we can. Oh yes. We can get out. 
Life is very short. Now, what's that? That's from what? Beatles 65? It was from 65, so I'm assuming it's from Beatles 65, but that's, oh. that's one of the bigger songs, I think, uh, right? What's the name of it? Try to see it my way, right? We, no, we can work it out. We can work it out. I'm, tr I'm looking on my list. I can't. I don't remember what album it was on. Huh. Yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, that, that's a fun, that's a good song. It's a fun song. I think it's another Paul song. My next song is not a Paul song, but let's hear your number three. <clears throat> okay. So now th these next three songs, my three, two, and one, they all come. Well, they don't all come from it, but um, these are later songs. And this song was one that Sergeant Pepper's on Sergeant Pepper album, which was a very influential album for me. Also, also I listened to it a lot. So let's see if you can guess. So this song, I I knew it for how many years? Fifty years or more. Do 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 so when I get older, so, you know, when you're 20, 25, whatever, this song means one thing to you. But when you get to 64 and when you go beyond 64, it has a different meaning, but you still love it. <laughs> Martha, I remember when you turned 64. I remember that. I know. I think we sang the song. <laughs> yes. But but McCartney wrote this song when he was about 15 years old. Wow. It was it was composed on the piano in the cavern days. I'm not quite sure what the cavern days. I think that was one of the clubs they played. I'm not sure where. Maybe I, even in Yeah, I don't know that much about their history, but I have to learn more. That song almost made my list again. That was another one that was like lurking in the top 20 and eventually I cut it because I liked other songs better, but that's one of my favorites as yep. well. It's a fun song. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Sure very fun. Okay. How about you? What's song, your... 1965 and it was sung by John Lennon. Should I start singing it again? If you'd like. <clears throat> Here I stand, head in hand, turn my back to the wall. Face to the wall. Oh, great. Oh. Turn my face to the wall. Okay, cool. If she's gone, I can't go on feeling two foot small. I like how you have the drums going. Hey, hey, I'm beating on the table. You've got to hide your love away. Yes, you've got to hide your love away. And it's a fun song. I like the hey part where you kind of say it kind of loud, but yep. it is John sings there, right? I think it's John. Ah, uh, let me see now. What album is that on again? Let's see. Probably Revolver Rubber Soul, but I would say 90%. I'm like 99% sure it's John. It's John. I'm, I'm like almost positive it is. Yeah, I think you're right. Because I remember the voice. But yeah, great song. Just fun, upbeat, catchy, and it's something I could listen to on repeat. See, now, I don't think that's upbeat and catchy. It's a sad song. I, I guess the hey makes when they say hey it makes me feel like it's a little bit upbeat. Yeah. I think that was on my list too. I'm not sure. I gotta look. Got a lot of rejects. Uh, I think that's rubber soul. I think it's rubber I'm looking for it. Okay. Let's hear your number two. My number two. 
Jasmine Jazz is barrow in the marketplace. Mali's, you know that one, Obladi Oblada from the White House. I never got into that song, but I do like it. Oh my, my God. <laughs> that is one of my favorites. Again, it's uh, Lennon hated this song. This was, he said, this was Paul doing his granny thing. It's one of these old music call type songs, although he had some influences from uh, th this song was um, the words Obladi Oblada um, were from, I believe, a Jamaican friend of his. I don't have all the details, but they've got the, if you go to this website, they tell you all sorts of cool stuff about this. Says he uh, went to a cinema yeah. show in a village where a guy put up a mobile screen and all the villagers came along and loved it. I remember walking down a little jungle path with my guitar to get to the village from the camp. I was playing Desmond has his barrow in the marketplace. Obladi Oblada was a phrase McCartney had heard from a friend called Jimmy Aman Mugaran, Scott Emak. Poor, also known as Jimmy Scott, whom he met in the Baganelles Club in Soho, London. The title was said to be Orhobo for Life Goes On, but was actually just a family phrase. So this guy was a Nigerian Congo player, and he used to have this expression, Obladi, Oblada, Life Goes On, brah. So he basically took it from this Nigerian Congo player. <laughs> I didn't know that. Interesting. It's, it's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. He says like it's that. a very me song in as much as it's a fantasy about a couple of people who don't really exist. Desmond and Molly. I'm keen on the names, too. Desmond is a very Caribbean name. So I always love that song. It makes me want to dance. I'll have to listen to it again. <laughs> it's been a while. So. My number two, I'm not going to sing because it'll give it away. The, the, the name of the song is in the first line of the song. But okay. it is from 1965. It's sung by Paul. It is I've Just Seen a Face. Oh, yeah. Nice. I like it. It's short. It's sweet. Doesn't overstay its welcome. And it's just, it's a fun song to sing. Yep. So I, I enjoy that one. that one. And now we are up to honorable mentions. So, Martha, would you like to share? You have three, I have two. You can share yours first. What are your three honorable mentions? Okay, so my first one is, and I'll try to be brief because I talk too much, um, from Rubber Soul, I'm Looking Through You. Oh, good you know that one? That was uh, John. That was on my list. No, I'm no, sorry. That was, on my list. That, that was um, Paul motivated by a disagreement with his then-girlfriend, Jane Asher. Sort of, you know, sees that she's human. And another one that I couldn't get off my list, so went on honorable mentions. It won't be long. You know that one? Oh, good song. Oh, yeah. You know that, song. right? That's from uh, Meet the Beatles, 1964. And then, of course, this one almost made my list, but I have to admit that I, this is one of my favorites. Martha, my dear. <laughs> I really it should have been on your list. I know, I know. But, you know, I had a lot of songs from the White Album, so... I also like back in the USSR and you notice none of us have picked any George Harrison songs, even though George Harrison, I love George Harrison, but I realized that most of the music that I love about him, he did after he the Beatles broke up. Yeah. So, you know, while my guitar like, gently weeps is basically, yeah, I love that song. I, I do too, but it's kind of done to death, you know? 
Oh yeah, and I like um, if I needed someone. Oh yes, yes, I really like that one too. I, yeah. And I like I need you. Oh yeah, is that hit? Are they hints? Are they George? I believe, I believe they are. Now, what album is that from? I need you. It's early. It's like I want to say help or hard. Oh, I night. think you're right. I think it might be help. I need you. There it is. Oh, I... it's George, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because yep, he doesn't sing that many songs. So it was the many, second, the second of George Harrison's songs to be recorded by the Beatles. I need you was featured in the film Help. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's I a like beautiful that song. song. Those are good, good choices. And what about you? So, what? It, so what are your uh, runners up? So my two runners up are for no one. Oh, I love that one. Uh huh. Very pretty. It almost made my list. I think I cut it very last minute and another song i think is very fun is and your bird can sing oh yeah yeah nice Two songs that probably would have been in my top 15 that well they would have been in my top 15 if i had a top 12 they would have been in it but i'm very excited i have no idea what your number one is it's interesting because neither of our lists have i mean mine is a little bit more any of their really really big hits we don't have to see a penny lane a strawberry fields yeah. So it's interesting I didn't that pick we've any left of those, out them. But but maybe this one is 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 pretty popular. So this is from Let It Be. Now actually there's okay. a there's a couple of versions of it cuz when I listen to it again I always love this song but it spoke to me really really deeply and I've always loved this so I had to pick this as my favorite even though that's such a hard thing to say. But um, it's very over-orchestrated, I believe. And there's another version of it that is um, it's called From Let It Be Naked. And it's just with piano and bass and a little bit of, and some strings instead of like full orchestration, which the, the one on the um, original was, the one that most people have heard. And that is the long and winding road. Bum, bum. That leaves, you know the one, the long and winding road. I, do. I love that song. That was written. I feel like one of my parents hates it. One, either my mother or father hate that. Really? Song. No kidding. Why? Why do you think they hate it? I don't know. I have to ask them. I could be wrong, but I feel like they they don't like that song. You know, it's, I remember distinctly. I don't. I like it. I think it's a good song, but they don't like it. That's interesting. You know they. This was um, Paul's song, and it says, according to this, now this was this is somebody's opinion, but it says, if ever there was a song which summed up the fraught nature of the Beatles' fin final months, it was The Long and Winding Road. And then from John, a quote from John, Paul again, he had a little spurt just before we split. I think the shock of Yoko Ono and what was happening gave him a creative spurt, including Let It Be and The Long and Winding Road, because that was the last gasp from him. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good song. That's, that's a powerful quote. It is. I thought you, I thought you were going to say Lady Madonna. Oh, no, I, I don't not. like that one particularly. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. All right, you ready for I my am, number Brian. one? So my number one is from 1965. Again, I have like a spurt of five or six in a row in 65. And I was listening to it the other day on my way to work. And I was like, this is such a good song. It's so catchy. It's fun. And I got a good reason for taking the easy oh. way out. Yes. 
I love Day Tripper. Tripper. I think that's my favorite Beatles song. You know, I thought you were going, you know what I thought you you were going to say? I like Day Tripper too. What? I thought you were going to say, paperback writer. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That was was on my short (laughs) list, but I listened to it and it's not my favorite. So, but you know what though? If you ask me my Beatles list six months from now, and if I'm listening to Beatles more heavily, I can get almost guaranteed that change. it might be a completely different list. Absolutely. But that's the thing. If if you're listening to this podcast and you don't like the Beatles or you haven't given them a chance, give them a chance because you're not going to be disappointed. You're going to find something you like. There's something yeah, check out this Beatles. website. It's called BeatlesBible.com, and it's it's very cool. Yes, it's got all the songs. You can listen to everything. So. So, Martha, before we go, I'd like you to recap your top 10. Sure. And then I'll do the same. And then we'll All close right, up so, the episode. All right. So, 10 is Misery from uh, Introducing the Beatles, 1963. It was released. Your Mother Should Know from Magical Mystery Tour, released in 1967, on, uh, also Lennon and McCartney. I also like The Fool on the Hill, but we won't say anything. (laughs) This Boy from Anthology, number one. It was also the B-side of I Want to Hold Your Hand, 1963. I'm a Loser, 1964, was on the album Beatles 65. I Call Your Name, 1964, on the Beatles' second album, vocals by John Lennon. Honey Pie, number five, uh, on the White Album, the Music Hall Style. I like the tube of the best. In My Life from Rubber Soul, uh, Lennon's Melody, considered his first real major work. That's what he considered that. Uh, when I'm 64 from Sgt. Pepper's, McCartney composed it when he was 15. Obladi Oblada on the White Album, 1968. And The Long and Winding Road uh, from Let It Be Naked, that particular version, from 1970. Thank you. My number 10 was Norwegian Wood and Your Brother's Phone. Number nine, I'll Follow the Sun from 1964. She's Leaving Home from 1967. Help from 1965. Number six was I'm Looking Through You, 1965. Number five, It's Only Love, 1965. I'm not going to say it anymore because it's all (laughs) 1965. Number four, We Can Work It Out. Number three, You've Got to Hide Your Love Away. Number two, I've Just Seen a Face. And number one was Jennifer. And this is a fun episode. I think it's probably one of my most wacky ones, which I think is good. We had singing. We drumming. Had, it, I think it was, yeah, some drumming. I think that people are going to enjoy this. And I'd love to have you back for All another right, episode Brian. sometime. Martha. We'll, we'll have, have fun. Find a good topic. All right. Yes. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And thank you, Martha, thank you for, for being my guest. Me. And tune, tune in next week for another great episode of Ranks for Everything.